1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today, as always, on Green Living Ideas, Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly, the editor-in-chief of GreenLivingIdeas.com. And today I have with me David Putzel, who is the product development manager for Environment Furniture. David, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you, John. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah,
1: did I am I pronouncing your name correctly, Putzel? You you certainly are. Okay, good, good. Well, so uh, I'm interested. I actually got some information uh, about you guys other than the website. Actually, your your PR person was very diligent in their duties and sent me a uh, a a, a packet of information, and I was pretty impressed with uh, my, my wife and I were actually looking over the. The, the glossies and the, the pictures of the furniture, and we were like, wow, that's really nice. So I'm hoping there's form and function together here because if uh, the environmental sustainability is half of what the aesthetics are, it's, pre- it's pretty nice stuff, and that's honest praise. I don't want to sound like I'm puffing, puffing over here, but I, I really was very blown away. We, we both looked at one of the beds in here and said we oh, were ready to you know, buy the bed on, on the spot just from the picture. so that's great. So we'll tell, tell us a, a little background about the company and you know, how you got started uh, in the business. And just you know, sort of start from there.
0: Well, I'm I'm fairly new to the company, um, but you know the company um, has been around for over 15 years, and um, you know we've been operating under the name of Environment Furniture since the beginning uh, around 2001. But um, it's been uh, founded, found, and uh, uh, founded by uh, Thomas Bina, who um, created the company and with his partners, uh, Davide Buruto, uh, who's our CEO, and others. Um, basically, we are um, really a multinational um, company. We're based in L.A. We have partners all around the world, we have Southeast Asia, Brazil, and Italy. Um, you know, As you know, as you've seen from the, from the product, uh, we mainly use uh, a reclaimed wood called Proborosa, which is found in southern Brazil.
1: I'm sorry, can you say the name of that wood again?
0: Yep. it's a paroba rosa. Paroba,
1: okay, mm-hmm. paroba rosa.
0: Uh, it's, it's found uh, mostly um, in southern Brazil. It's a actual rain, it's a hardwood, a rainforest hardwood. Um, and so, you know, obviously with all hardwoods and especially very sensitive um, issue, rainforest wood um, the reason that we um, only use the recycled uh, or, sorry, reclaimed wood um, from buildings, uh, abandoned buildings, homes, and barns throughout the region. And that's where we get our wood from. Okay. So we're not cutting down any virgin uh, forests or uh, endangering um, the environment in that way. And so this is,
1: I mean, is it, so this wood is sort of certified as being, or, or I should ask it as a question: Is it, is it fully certified to be uh, a fully, you know, renewable or sustainable resource to be harvested in, the, in this fashion for this use?
0: Yeah. Well, with with, with, um, with reclaimed woods, um, your the wood has been already cut for a particular purpose and used in that purpose, and so when you reclaim it. You're giving it a second life. Oh, I see.
1: So it's fully, it's 100% reclaimed. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All, so,
0: all the wood that we use, all this Paroba wood comes from barns and, and buildings that are abandoned um, uh, or um, no longer used. And um, we, we, our agents go in the field and we purchase these, the, the rights to tear down these buildings. We take them apart and we and we utilize
1: the wood in our furniture. Oh, okay. Now, now that's interesting. Okay, so and I and I've seen this before with certain uh, hardwood flooring companies, for example, that mm-hmm. that use recycled barn wood, which is just beautiful. Okay. And again, it's one of those things where it's ironic that you know that, that the most renew the most uh, the best um, and most sustainable source for wood, in in my opinion, often ends up being the most beautiful because there's nothing like if you've ever seen an old you know barn wood floor mm-hmm. uh, that's been refinished. It's, there's nothing like it because it's it's got character that you can't recreate and you certainly won't get from uh, newly harvested wood.
0: Definitely. Uh,
1: and so I, I see a similar thing here. My question is on the supply side. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you potentially run into an issue where you can't get enough of these teardowns yeah. and such to supply the demand?
0: Well, definitely. Um, you know, we've got a really good stockpile of wood um, to support our uh, operations now. But we, we see that, especially with this particular species of wood, um, Poroborosa, that we have projected out that we probably have about five years of wood supply left from what, from what we've seen um, in, the, in the area that we get our wood from. And, and let me be um, specific about the wood we use because when you mentioned barn wood and flooring, um, we really select almost um, exclusively the wood that's from the exterior part of the building. And the reason we do that is that the elements that have worked their magic, rain, sun, um, uh, harsh climates, uh, if you will, in different parts have um, worked its magic on the wood for from, from seventy years to uh, or older, some cases over a hundred years old, and you know it develops this deep patina and um, uh, depth of character that you just don 't get from any other type of reclaimed wood uh, so it's, it's very specific. Um, and then each, of the, uh, each piece of wood is going to age differently. You, know, you have different grain structures, um, depending on where the wood comes from, in, from the tree. Uh, and then basically each board is a unique, beautiful piece of art. And so we select for that, and that's what we use. Uh, we put into mosaics, into different sort of marquetry patterns, and then also in large planks um, on our furniture.
1: Okay. Great. So, And I noticed that uh, Whole Foods Market, who has been a guest on this program recently, um, had featured you guys in the Lifestyle Store that they put together in Los Angeles. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about that?
0: Um, <laughs> uh, I, I would love to tell you more about that. Um, I think that's probably a little bit out of my, um, uh, my B- scope. Bick goal. Bailiwick? Okay, yeah, no, no um, I was just curious know, about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's probably best for... Um, uh, Probably our 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 PR person to tell you about because they handle and they they deal with those um, type of um, uh, projects. You know, my my focus is more on the development. You know, looking at sustainability uh, and uh, working with um, our um, we have a um, consulting firm that we use called Clean Agency who we work closely with Mm -hmm. and they act as our third party sort of greening um, advisor, and they, you know, from everything uh, in our, in the scope of our business, they consult on, and just to help us become even greener and to be even more aware of issues that may not be in our parameter of our of our industry.
1: Okay, well, then that, that's interesting. Let's drill down on that. Can you tell me more about sure. what, how they've helped you as, as a company and some of the steps that you've taken beyond, you know, obviously just the, the renewable resource in the woods?
0: You bet. You bet. Sure. That would be my pleasure too. Um, basically, um, you know, we have created a multi-layer um, sustainability plan, and you know, this this includes looking at all of our, our operations. You know, even something as basic as you know the you know what cleaning products we use in our offices. But you know, it it it's the, it, it goes to the supply chain assessment, looking at all the materials we use, how they're sourced what what they uh what what it, what it takes to get them to our our facilities our, our factory and um, then uh even uh, and then you know looking at how we can um, uh, assess each individual component and look at alternatives for a greener you know may it be a selecting a um, uh, a better stain, for example, and one of the things we were addressing is um, now is uh, in within this this plan is uh, like our finishing products. Uh, and I'm sure you've, most of the, your listeners and, and you've heard about you know VOCs, which is volatile organic compounds, right. and and that's a very hot topic. It, it 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 ranges from all different products, from foam, from bedding to plywood. And other materials that use these, you know different VOC um, containing um, glues, adhesives, and stuff to put things together, uh-huh. or but,
1: paints or finishes, stains, and things we, like that.
0: Exactly. And so, one of the things that we're, we we're addressing is currently we're using um, a, a traditional nitrocellulose um, lacquer finish, otherwise known as NC lacquer, in um, our finishing process. And this uh, what we are what we are doing is we are we are looking at. And evaluating testing water-based um, alternatives, which have very very low VOC um, content, and and in gases gases off at a very very small small amount, a fraction of what the traditional materials do. So it's healthier for our employees, healthier for the environment, and it's um, it gives a great finish on the product. So we're looking at uh, doing this, and um, we actually have a plan in place that. Hopefully by the beginning of 2008, all of our finishes are going to be water-based. That includes stains and lacquers. So not only is it a healthier um, uh, substance for the environment, for the workers, and then also for the customer at the end. So it's, it, that's just one of the, the things we're doing underneath this sustainability program. But we're evaluating what's called our carbon footprint and, and uh, looking at every aspect to see what our carbon output is what kind of carbon usage we use, and then addressing each of those components and saying, okay, how can we turn this and um, make this a greener process? Uh, One of the things we're doing right now is a short-term solution, but not necessarily the best one, but one that's right available to most um, companies is buying carbon offsets. So. That's
1: one of the things we're doing. Yeah, that's and and that's good. I mean, that's always applaudable. I think one of the things we, we this has come up on this program before is this, You know, it's, it's better than uh, carbon offsets are probably better than nothing, but they're not really a. Uh, I'm glad to hear about all the other things you're doing. Car- carbon offsets—it seems like the jury's a little bit out because they've, uh, you know, they've been compared to by some, but uh, you know, to medieval indulgences with the right. church and things like that. But I mean, and clearly, you guys are doing other things. But well, uh,
0: it's more than just that. I mean, it's you know, we're looking at our offices, our showrooms um you know you know everything that all the the energy and materials that we use going into our into our the way we do our business we're looking at that you know buying you know cleaner energy uh and that sort of thing. So, right. So uh, are, you,
1: are you tangibly doing anything else right now as a company that, I mean, you guys are obviously uh, a leader in, I think, in sustainable furniture from yeah. what I've seen and the research I've done. Are, you know, as an, Internally as a company, is there anything you can point to with programs that are in place now that you're doing that, that um, you know, would put, sort of set you apart from the competitors or put you in the forefront as a leader uh, in that way as well as a company rather than even just in terms of the products?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, well, one of the good examples is right now we're, we've, um, we're working on um, two new showrooms, um, one in Orange County at the South Coast Plaza um, a facility, uh retail facility that's out there, and um, also uh, in New York City at 18th and Broadway. And um, all of the um, interiors and the material that we're putting into those mater- in- interiors are Sustainable products—you know, everything from the paint to the um, woods and um, all the materials that go into renovating a space for uh, retail—we are we are using green products uh, that are available on the marketplace to do that, and we're shooting for a lot of lead, you know, credits in 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 every aspect that we can.
1: Right, and LEED being the building uh, certification right. for both commercial and residential. Right.
0: Well, we're not, we're not building new showrooms. and the building from the ground up. So we have, a, we have a little bit of a different challenge. We have to work within an existing building, an existing space. But everything that we put into it is, is being assessed and being... Um, is, is, is fitting a criteria of sustainability,
1: right? And, and you may not have an answer for this question. I'm just curious if you you set a five year plan in terms of the renewability of or the availability of yeah. um, uh, the peroba wood. W- what happens after that? Do you guys have a backup plan yeah. for a different type of wood? Or
0: well, I'm glad you asked. I mean, I think one of the things that we're constantly searching for is um, additional um, reclaimed wood that will fit into our the way our product is designed and. Know, which is a very contemporary feel, uh, but with this you know, beautiful rusticity of the, of the aged wood. So we're looking at several different uh, new species of reclaimed woods in, that are in the same sort of vein as the Rosa that are available in, in Latin America Brazil and um, in other parts of the world as well. Um, exciting wood that's um, out there in certain parts of Southeast Asia is... Um, is teak and teak yeah. reclaim teak from buildings that um, that are no longer being used so that's another source of wood that we are um, starting to cultivate and develop.
1: Yeah, there's a, actually a company that I was talking with at the Pacific po- Coast Builders um, Conference, which is out here in San Francisco, big uh, building expo. And uh, there was a gentleman from a company called Terramai who is using a, a very high percentage of, of mm-hmm. reclaimed teak and was talking to me about the, the virtues of that. Of course, bamboo being another one yeah. that's uh, very sustainable.
0: Yeah, well, we, and there's a lot of other materials out there that we're are, are evaluating and assessing that are composite materials, just like the bamboo. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, grass uh, um, that very, uh, well, not grasses, but they're in the grass, sort of the, the grass family, if you will, um, that are being made into composite boards like wheat board and um, other stuff that um, are all from sustainable sources. They're being they're being put together with little or no um, adhesive materials, mm-hmm. and the adhesive materials that are using are are very uh, sustainable, environmentally friendly, low VOC. So we're looking at um, all those type of materials out there, and there's and there's quite a few beyond the you know the bamboo, which is so you know prevalent in the marketplace right now. Um, so. You know, there's some really good stuff out there, and we're digging it up, and we're starting to build um, relationships with manufacturers, and. Uh, trying to get on the ground floor of some of these new materials.
1: Yeah, well, it's great to hear it because I, again, I, I've had this experience now for with with the wood flooring, and it certainly is the same issue with, uh, or has the same potential with furniture, which is that you know the old can be the most beautiful new, um, yeah. and you know it, it's just amazing. Uh, and again, I these sincere compliments for the for the products and, and their look. Um, it's it's nice to see that again, form and function can be married together. Um, it's uh, you don't you know people sometimes think they have to sacrifice in terms of aesthetics to, to go green and it's just really not the case.
0: I really don't think so. I mean, and you know we're we're also doing um, we also have in in our LA showroom in um, HG Buttercup we have we have some sofas that we sell and as well and one of the things that we're doing to green our sofas is we're looking at all the components that go into it trying to source. Um, well, one of the components that's already you know green is um, the frame, the wood frames. They all come from sustainable, um, certified sources. So that's the first step. And then another uh, addition we're adding to the sofa line is um, uh, there's also a reclaimed canvas from old truck tarps. So you can imagine these open top trucks that are all over the the world, in, in Latin America and specifically, and they, they use these canvas uh, tarps and they use them for you know. 20, 30 years, and then they either become torn or they no longer become functionable as tarps. And we're reclaiming those, buying them, and we're actually upholstering We're cleaning them with, you know, um, environmentally friendly cleaners, uh, but not taking out the character, and we're upholstering them onto sofas. So oh, those, those, those are going to be available in our showrooms, you know, very soon. Um, so it, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, there's just so many things to... Um, to talk about. I just can't even, you know, it's just like one after the other, yeah. but, but those are great. I mean, and, and, you know, and, uh, so I think that's really great, um, to, to mention as well, but plus there's also great, um, partnership possibilities with, um, uh, certification bodies and, and also nonprofits that are very, um, uh, heavily
1: into the green movement. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So now, if, if somebody's interested in, in purchasing from you and we're checking out the products other than obviously like the website, um, what uh, you, you just have the two showrooms right now, is that right? You have the L.A. and the New York one? Those We, are the have, two LA, we
0: have L.A. and New York, and then the South Coast Plaza in Orange County. In
1: Orange County, okay. Yeah, so
0: that's going to be three. Uh, we'll have three showrooms by the end
1: of this year. Okay, well, and for, for those not close to those areas, I just want to remind everybody that... Um, the website again. I believe I have this right. Is environment-furniture com. Yeah. Okay. Good. And uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to share with our, our listening audience today?
0: Sure. I mean, I I think I mean there's a couple of things. You know, if we have more time. Uh, yeah, we
1: have a few more minutes. Sure. Great.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I think one of the things that I wanted to, to let our, our you know, customers know that we're you know we're heavily involved with you know um, with. Uh, contributing to the environmental causes in lots of different ways, in, in, in a community outreach um, uh, mode, and that is, you know, we're involved with um, this nonprofit called Healthy Child, Healthy World, at healthychild.org, and we we are um, partners with them, and we we donate to them, and I think it's just one of a, a really wonderful um, nonprofit. Plus, we're also being more involved with, with the community and um, being involved as a sort of. a Uh, Community leader. Um, I'm I'm currently being uh, posting some blog stuff on uh, uh, threads on uh, fixingtheplanet.com, and um, but also I mean I think just when people go out and they buy furniture that you know they got to tap into the collective knowledge base that's out there on the internet before you even go anywhere, you know research. Research, research before you make a purchase. I yeah,
1: it's true. and sure. And you brought up a few good things today, which I, I hadn't thought of as being. You, know, you have to think about you know three hundred and sixty degrees of this, including as you mentioned the adhesives and yeah. you know the stains and the finishes and the sealants and all, all of this because you know you've got this environmentally sustainable sustainable furniture, but it's sealed with these things that are you know helping your causing your home to be less healthy and with you know VOC and off gassing and things like that. So definitely, uh, so, certainly things to that we appreciate you bringing up and things to consider mm-hmm. as people are. On their on the moving along their quests for a more sustainable and healthy lives.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's it's all about the product life cycle. I mean the product life cycle is you know really important. You know people don't even think about it. You know in terms of you know from from the beginning, from the very very beginning of the sourcing from the design to the sourcing of the materials to the manufacturing to the transportation to the purchase to the packaging. To your use of the product and then, you know, God forbid, you know, having to throw it out. You don't want to throw it out. You know, you can always retask your furniture if it's outlived its life in in your certain room, you know? I mean, move it to a storage, you know, mode uh, in in your garage or something. You know, it's not that (laughs) I... Or give
1: it to your friends. Yeah.
0: Donate it, you know? And then, you know, if you buy quality furniture, you can repair it and it will last you a lifetime beyond beyond something you can pass down to your
1: children. So. Yeah. And, you know, and that's kind of become a, a lost art. I mean, there are, you know, there's a, sort of a generation of furniture that people, <laughs> you see it on, you know, Antique Roadshow or something and, yeah. you know, high value and there's no reason that that artisan uh, nature and that craftsman type, those types of products can't exist today and continue on, whereas we've, you know, we've gotten into well in the last 30 years being a very disposable society. Yeah. And I think I'd love to see that shift back to these really sturdy sort of lifetime uh, sort of pieces that, that have a design that carries on through the test of time they're not so trendy as to maybe be considered disposable in five years i mean i know that's tough in the design world but
0: yeah no no i I agree with you i think it's um it's a very valid point it's very important that you know i mean it's like you 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 get what you pay for you know you you buy a quality product it's it's probably going to last you a very very long time if you buy something that's you know you know That's geared. That's in design for short-term, short-term usage. It's going to end up somewhere um, uh, in a landfill in the garbage more rapidly than something that's well built and that's going to you know, you can use for quite a long
1: time. Yeah, and I mean, it really comes down to the consciousness and the awareness about um, other ways, as you mentioned, to to put those things back into use a second time or third time around. It's, you know, and I think what we're starting to see now is those channels being more developed and better advertised as to how, yeah. how, what, what can I do with my stuff now that I'm done with my stuff because that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, not everybody's going to hold on to everything forever, so uh, that, that's equally important, uh, yeah. is making proper choices. I,
0: definitely. I think one last thing, just so, you know, I Um, as far as, you know, know, the collective knowledge base that's out there and and people educating themselves. I mean, these things can be very complicated, and um, all these uh, standards and different um, certifying bodies that are out there, um, I think it's important that people just go out and try to, you know, get some knowledge. You know, I think, you know, people know FSC or Forest Stewardship Council, Um, but there's also good organizations out there that that, um, like the World Wildlife Fund and that have a a great program called the Forest and Trade Network. And it's very easy, very um, digestible material to kind of get into. And so I I would direct people to places like that to just start, just to kind of give them a a very easy to digest um, knowledge base that they can work from. I mean, there's there's so much good material out there without being too heavy and being like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I, I got to go through all this material and. You know be an expert you don't have to be an expert you just have to be you just got to get your knowledge from reliable sources and um go from there
1: that's right that's right and shameless self-plug here uh, also the uh you know certainly the sections of re- regarding furniture and flooring and other areas of life on uh, the greenlivingideas.com yeah. website as well which will exactly. be fully launched by the time this hits the airwaves so um well great well uh, david putzel the product development manager for environment furniture has been my guest today david thanks again for being on the program
0: Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate
1: it. You bet. We'll love to have you back again sometime. Great. Love to. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com.